Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Five Ever Time Pieces, where time is more than forever. I am your host, Chris Daniel, and on today's episode, I'll be going over a few points that I have about what makes Audemars a better watch than Rolex. Let's jump right into it. Um, just to you know, start off, anybody that knows me knows one thing. Ever since starting this company and like seeing and acquiring some of these pieces that I've begun to fall in love with the brand Audemars Piguet. Like right now, my current favorite piece is the 1159, you know, by Audemars Piguet. You know, but even as I'm sitting here, you know, talking to you guys, I'm wearing my personal date just with a red face on the Jubilee band. Um, also, before we begin, I would like to tell you guys to go, you know, head over to Instagram and give me a follow and check out some of the pieces that I display on the platform Instagram at five ever time pieces. That is the number five E V E R T I M E P I E C E S. Um, well, um, getting back on topic of, you know, a few reasons as to why the Rolex and AP, you know, debate that I'm going to present to you guys and I'm going to stand on why AP is better is when it comes to like the designs, you know, you have, you know, the extreme APs in my opinion, which would be the open work. Now, open work, Royal Oak, this is, this is one of the pieces that I'm currently working on closing for myself, a frosted 18 karat white gold open works Royal Oak. I mean, they're gonna close on this piece either sometime in the middle of this year or maybe next year for my birthday, depending on how well this year ends. Um, but yeah, um, uh, another piece of mine that I actually like is the the uh, Chrono Royal Oak, you know, in the 41 millimeter that I, actually, that I actually do have available for sale. Sorry about that. I actually do have a few pieces, um, like I say, available for, for immediate pickup and shipping. You guys can feel free to check some of those pieces out on Instagram at Fiber Time Pieces. But when it comes to, you know, comparing Rolex and Audemars, you have the very intricate, you know, very complex APs. And I don't want to say this as I am a huge fan and have, you know, respect for the brand Rolex. But you have the more extreme and intricate designs of an AP comparing to the more simplistic, you know, mechanics and movements of, you know, the Rolex. Now the Rolex is the industry standard when it comes to your first luxury timepiece. These things are basically bulletproof and will like stand like the test of time in, in terms of durability. Now, like I say, I'm sitting here talking to you guys wearing a Datejust red face on the Jubilee band, but you know, my favorite brand today is Audemars. I'm not going to like beat around the bush or anything. So the complexities that Audemars provides, they're on an entirely different level when it comes to, you know, their presentation, to the styling, to the timeless design. And then you have Rolex when it has, like I said, and I don't mean this in any like disrespectful way because I actually do love Rolex as well. But it has Rolex has more of the simplistic designs, even when it comes to their displays. Um, put it like this: the most complicated watch that Rolex has to date is the um, the Skydweller, and the Skydweller literally literally only has um, a date a date wheel, um, a second time zone, and a date display. That's it. Versus what you got pieces to like, like the one I'm currently trying to close on um, an open works double wheel 
the double balance wheel uh, royal oak now the engineering and the mechanics in these pieces are on a complete different level you know if you can pick up an automar you'll put you're setting yourself you know in the in the class with the big boys you know in certain in uh in um situations when i want to say where you like outside nobody's going to mistake an automar for nothing other than an automar you have the octagonal shaping on the bezel you know that you know the automar famous link on the bracelet you're not going to mistake an ap for anything other than an ap you know but with that being said about how the presentations are and the, the uh the notoriety that it has in the public eye and those who know you know what type of watch they're looking at when you see it versus you have the, the the industry standard when it comes to luxury watches you have rolex now rolex they do have like like i say this day just is, is perfect for everyday for everyday wear but then you have like some of the pieces like that lets others know that you're a big dog. You have the presidential series as well as, you know, the Daytonas. You have the Rainbow Sapphire Daytonas factory um, Rainbow Sapphire Daytonas. Now, if you know one thing about those, like the pricing on those when in the market, um, those values exploded, you know. But getting back to the topic as to why I feel Audemars is personally, in my opinion, a better watch. You know, you get more for your for your money, you know. Not everybody can afford an AP. Not everybody likes the styling of an AP. Not everybody understands this the uh, exclusivity and rarity of Audemars. Um, but those things set the brand, you know, aside and in the, in the class of its own. You know, you have some of the top brands in the world where you can literally go and say, you know, the top five can be Bouvet, Breguet, Audemars, Paddock, um, and Vacheron, and Rolex. You know, those are just those are like the six brands that are at the top. And it's a toss-up between who holds the top spot at this point in time because Rolex, even Rolex, even though it has a simplistic, you know, design, and I don't mean that by any in any negative like way, because I personally love Rolexes as well. But then you have like the new modernized and more intricate designs from Bouvet and others as well. Even Vacheron, you know, they're coming up and, you know, stepping their design up in their engineering as well. But when it gets back to, you know, AP versus Rolex, they, these two watches are not only just for like the, uh, the, exclu the exclusive and the, the luxury watch market, but these pieces the both both brands these pieces they are highly recognizable you know they are highly sought after and in some instances they are collectibles you know um if you don't know about the the open works um that i keep mentioning just feel free to look into it yourselves as well as you know you guys can shoot me a dm or on um, Instagram, or you guys can feel free to shoot me an email. Just put in the subject line what it is you're inquiring about, whether it's, you know, um, a piece you're in the process of buying, a piece that you're interested in buying. Um, I work out of seven different states and have over 30 locations um, of vendors. So it's like my own hand piece is well over 1500 at this point in time. But my, uh, here in Chicago, you know, you guys can check out any other any other pieces that I display on my Instagram. They are available for immediate pickup and delivery as well. 
Um, I do operate by appointment only, seeing how I travel a lot. I've been traveling, like I say, between seven states, you know, for about a year and a half now, just to maintain my presence here in the U.S. I'm thinking about heading overseas to establish more contacts. You know, I have a presence in London, Dubai, France, and now Switzerland. And I'm working on um, closing the contract in Monaco. So um, that's one of the main reasons why I operate by appointment only. But yeah, when it comes to AP and Rolex, you guys, make sure you do your due diligence as well as, you know, go for what you feel as if you are you want. Um, because like I always tell you guys, these pieces at the end of the day are truly investment pieces. Regardless if you're in a position to, to purchase as your first watch, um, an AP, an RM, Paddock, you know, Bouvet, any of these higher end pieces, you know, I, I would say anyone who knows about or are interested in luxury watches, that your first piece would and should always be a Rolex. Just because you can get the understanding of the market and the value of the watches that you're going to be wearing and displaying on your wrist, you know, yeah. Um, also, you guys, if you don't, if this is your first time tuning in, I would like to once again remind you guys or inform you that I do provide consultations um, services for curating, also building luxury watch collections. If you're in the market to establish yourself with the new collection or curate your current collection, feel free to shoot me an email at fiveevertimepieces at gmail.com. I do have some, you know, very, very low rates, very competitive rates when it comes to curation as well as, 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 well as you know, developing watch collections. Uh, but yeah, like I say, some of my pieces, some of my favorite pieces um, with, with Rolex and Audemars, you know, some of my favorite pieces uh, other than the piece that I said that I'm trying to close on would be another one would be the uh, 1159s. Now the 1159s has a more practicality you know, in a more, a more visual presence to me, you know, um, than most APs because the other, the other APs in my, in my personal opinion, I always, you know, say these are like big boy watches. This is why I don't wear my, my chrono, you know, I just, you know, it's too, it's too much. And, <laughs> and the presence of the watch can be overwhelming to someone who isn't, you know, you know, accustomed to, seeing or wearing that watch on a daily basis now the the royal the the watch is pretty heavy i'm not gonna lie to you but you know i have like i say my favorite pieces would be um the 1159 i just got one of those last year um as well as i i got a chrono um the like the it's like a brown dial um it's an 18 carat yellow gold as well and then I also have like my favorites, you know, like I have on like my day just now. It's uh, my, my go-to when it comes to, you know, stepping out, you know, running around town or meeting up with clients or even literally going to hang out with my mom and go grocery shopping or go see friends. They, 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 they instantly, oh man, it's nice. You know, but another another um, one of my favorites from Rolex is the Sky Driller. Not just because it's one of their most complex pieces, but I'm a bigger guy. I'm six foot three, so I need to have um, a watch with a bigger diameter, anywhere between 36 and up, 36 and millimeter and up in sizing. 
Um, another one of my favorite pieces from Rolex would be the Hulk. Now, this was simply because one of my favorite colors, um, they're green. Uh, one of them are green anyway. Um, my other one is red. As to why I have a red face, they just on my wrist right now. Uh, yeah, but those, uh, as well as the presidential, are some of my favorites. And then, you know, the new, I have two available um, Audemars Royal Oaks in pink gold. Um, last year's models never worn, still with the factory plastic, you know. If you guys are interested in any of these pieces, like I say, feel free to shoot me a, um, a quote request, um, either by email or on social media at Five Ever Time Pieces and Five Ever Time Pieces at gmail.com. In conclusion, I would just like to end by saying, you know, like with my personal opinion, I just want you guys to take away from this. When you guys are investing in your new timepieces and your luxury watches, you know, always go with your gut, always go with what you prefer and always go with what suits your budget as well as what you're trying to accomplish when investing in one of these new timepieces. My name is Chris Daniel, owner and operator of Five Ever Time Pieces, where time is more than forever. Um, I'd like to say thank you guys again for listening to another episode, as well as I wish you guys to have more success and prosperity in your lives. Thank you for listening.